Rebag is a luxury resale marketplace. They have a curated collection of investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry. Each piece is carefully vetted and verified by experts. You can buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Hermes, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. That's Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. Betches Media presents... Madam Speaker, Madam Vice President. You want to hang out with us? and get your vaccine. Vaccine, vaccine. And so I went to Human Resources. There are some things I just can't tell you uh, on air. The Betches Sup Podcast. A woman's problem, if you will. Hello, I'm Amanda Duberman. I'm Sammy Sage. And I'm Millie Tamaras. And this is the Betches Sup Podcast, where C-SPAN meets the group chat to help you process and laugh at the biggest topics in U.S. news and politics. I feel like Joe Rogan today. I'm in our new yeah. podcast studio, and the only podcast studio I've seen that's this nice is Joe Rogan's. Yeah, no, it really looks, it's looking Joe Rogan-y. I want you to tell me about how horse paste tastes. <laughs> you really do look quite Joe Rogan-y, but in a good way. I think what that means is that Joe Rogan has become a stand-in for podcasting, and I think that's a problem. I think we yeah. need to fix that. Right. Well, we, also, we Amanda, yeah. Amanda, I think you're the same height as Joe Rogan. <laughs> <gasps> Definitely. Maybe the same weight, too. We're with the same body type. <laughs> no. No, he's got a lot going on in the show. He's got a lot going on. But hopefully I sound uh, especially, especially lovely to the listeners today. Maybe I should do our ads from in here so they can be even, even smoother. But so we have a lot of fun stuff to talk about today. For the last few weeks now, the football world has been rocked. I think it seems from the outside that it has been rocked by news that Aaron (laughs) Rodgers not only violated the NFL's policies, but misled the league about his vaccination status. I didn't expect this story to become a two week prolonged story, but there's now all of this sort of like it seems like the the response to Aaron Rodgers has become a story unto itself. What was you guys' understanding of Aaron Rodgers before all of this? Did you know who he was? Um, Yeah. 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 Partly because he's like one of the more famous football players and partly because Jojo Fletcher um, is now married to his brother or engaged to his brother, Jordan Rogers, although they don't speak. So, yeah. Do we know why they don't speak? I think it was before this. Got it. Well, well, I knew that he was with Shailene. Mm -hmm. Yeah. and that like is pretty recent, like that they came out with that. Um, and I knew like Green Bay Packers fans, like he's supposed to be like one of the hotter football players or something, which I don't subscribe to. Yeah, but <laughs> you yeah, don't subscribe I mean, to have, what? Don't you subscribe well, to that he's hot? Um, no. Well, I feel like there's a lot of hot football players, and there's some I would argue hotter than he is. But he's like all-star, all-American, mm-hmm. Caucasian quarterback. So in that way, he's hot in that way. But I feel like he's a bachelor hot. Yeah. And I yeah. feel like before this, my impression was that he actually wasn't super problematic. I might have that wrong. But it's like he seems to be a lot of people were like big, big fans of his. And which made this sort of even more kind of devastating. I know Elise's fiance, or husband, don't ever tell her I almost said fiance. <laughs> Oh, Elise's husband is obviously a huge Green Bay Packers fan, and I know this uh, This one hurt. I mean, I just think he's like a high-profile quarterback. Like, I don't think it's like yes. – I don't think he was anything particularly special. Like, he was a good 
well-known, well-regarded quarterback. And the quarterbacks are typically the most famous. So most famous and like they're the most well-paid too, right? And the least likely to get, there's like a thing about white quarterbacks, like they're not getting injured as often. They're, they're way more protected. So they're like lauded and they don't, they have less chance of getting CT and all the fucked ups. Got it. They're the ones that are less in collisions. These are the golden boys, it sounds like. So Mm -hmm. that's where Mm -hmm. we were coming from. So the NFL has now, since this happened, the NFL has fined the Packers $300,000 and fined Aaron Rodgers specifically and another player, Alan Lazard, $14,000. Specifically, the violations were for Rodgers not wearing a mask during news conferences. He felt he didn't need to wear them indoors if the reporters had to be vaccinated. And because the team didn't report that he and another team member went to a Halloween party away from the team facility. Unvaccinated players, they can't gather in groups of three or more away from the team facility. So like I said, he was fined individually $14,000. Aaron Rodgers makes $33 million a year just from playing football. He makes more from other things on top of a $57 million signing bonus. And his penalty for this is potentially not being able to play an, another game if he doesn't test negative because unvaccinated players have to test negative for a longer period of time, but is $14,000. $14, so certainly not something that would, it's not something that sort of telegraphs this was a this was a bad action that deserves punishment, but it was such a bad action. And the reason, let's compare this to what happened to Colin Kaepernick because this is sort of uh, evolved, how, how the discourse has evolved. This has prompted comparisons to him, the ex-49ers quarterback, who was essentially banned from the league after kneeling in protest of racial justice. He was personally singled out by countless politicians, including the former president. I I can't Mm -hmm. even think of who didn't call him out. He was made basically like an inverse mascot to fuel this like patriotism, white grievance stuff. Aaron Rodgers. So that that doesn't hurt anybody. Aaron Rodgers lied about his vaccination status. He told he suggested that he'd been immunized when really he was referring to like homeopathic treatments. He put his teammates and their family members at risk. I mean, these teammates and coaches and staff, they have underlying conditions themselves. They have children. Children die from this disease. Or if they don't, they become so many more that have died, become so, so ill. So, you know, a lot of people have said, even people that kind of tend to agree with us on things, that this is a false equivalence. Like you can't suggest that the way Aaron Rodgers has been treated suggests racism and how Colin Kaepernick was treated. Is this a false equivalence? Is this not even relevant at all? I I don't think making the yes or no, whether it is or not, like that is a distraction to the the point of the way like the league acts and also fans act. Like I think the difference with the Colin Kaepernick thing is that obviously Americans and particularly like NFL fans who tend to be more conservative are very big on like patriotic gestures. And so when you like kneel during the national, the holy national anthem, like Mm. they're not going to like, who cares if it's a false equivalence? Like, don't spend time arguing over that. I think really the point, I mean, to if you want to point to this as like an example of racism within the NFL, like there's 10 more examples right. you could point to to prove your point. So I just think this 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 real issue is about what Aaron Rodgers did and the impact that he has on fans and what will they do about their immunization or whatever it is. So I think like making this about race is just like 
we it's already about race. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I don't think it even this yeah. should be more all just focused on him. Yeah, I guess for me, I mean, I think that the thing is, which is just like this bigger argument we've been having about vaccinated versus non-vaccinated. It's just like if it's it's just like you can't have your cake and eat it too. If you don't want to get vaccinated, then and that's your right or whatever, which whatever, you know, you don't you don't want anyone to violate your rights. You don't want to get vaccinated. Then you have to comply and you have to understand your life is going to change and you cannot enjoy the privileges of being vaccinated while being not vaccinated. And there is protocol for unvaccinated people in the NFL that that reduces risk that they've had. Whatever. Is it lax? Have they not been? Yes, but they have it there. And for him to think that like and, and in that way, to me, it is like it's not like a comparison of because in that in, in kind of the same way of like, oh, well, if Colin Kaepernick wasn't vaccinated, it's not like that. But it's just like a this entitlement thing that's just going to get a slap on the wrist versus like something that is very much an issue still in this country. Um, and Colin Kaepernick, you know, working with a veteran to find a way to make a statement politically that and he, getting banned like that, you know, versus something that actually puts people's life at risk that has killed 700,000 people in this country. It's just like, it's not to compare or be like, oh, they should get away with it or this and that. It's just more of like a, mm-hmm. a, another example, like Sammy was saying, that there is just so unequal and so ridiculous. But it's also, I think for me, the most important part, again, is that if you don't want to get vaccinated, then you can't do shit. And you have to be comfortable. And if you want to do shit, you get vaccinated. But you, there's just no reality where you don't get the consequences of your actions. Yeah. And what's so interesting about this is that, like, I was just like you said, the NFL does not require players to be vaccinated. <laughs> so he didn't even lie. like nobody's forcing him to get vaccinated. It's that he lied and he violated the rules that keep people safe around unvaccinated people. Right. I think that like by making this, it's almost like a gift to like the conservative culture war to make to like bring Colin Kaepernick into this because they're completely separate issues. And like I think what it does is it just reflexively makes people defend Aaron Rodgers when actually what he did is worse because he lied to the yeah. league. He didn't like make a political statement as athletes have been doing for centuries, eh, decades, whatever. Um, you know, I th- I think it's just it's it's a distraction that makes it about something that this issue is not about. This is about vac- vaccinating and like the way people go about like proving or showing their vaccination. Yeah, I guess for me, it's just like the two things of like, yeah, the right is bringing I, it really angers me when the right is like unvaccinated people are being segregated and like this is the civil rights war it's just like right i'm sure if you can take you if you could go back in time to jim crow south or just america in general and you asked black people who were getting (laughs) fucking bleach thrown on them while they're in a pool if they could get one vaccine that would make this all go away Mm -hmm. i wonder what they would do they would probably and also nobody's doing that. right <laughs> people are saying that if you're not vaccinated 
wear a mask. If you're not vaccinated, you can't go to the movies. Like, that's not the same as not being able to eat or drink at a water fountain because yeah, it, it's just crazy. So people, in that way, people are bringing up the Colin Kaepernick. But I guess in the other... You know, which I guess just complicates it. But like for me bringing it up or like why I'm interested is just like, yeah, this dichotomy of treatment between like consequences within the NFL. But ultimately, you can't even bring it up because people are like discrimination. And it's just. Yeah. Right. I tend not to like to let those the right like dictate what we say. But this is one of those really tricky moments where I think that especially with the patriotism element, like. And what Sammy noted about like the specific kind of like nature of some NFL fans where that is important. Um, Yeah, I mean, it's a tricky one. But I think, Sammy, you you were saying this morning that um, everything becomes a culture war, even when it shouldn't. Mm -hmm. And I think this is a case where it shows that like both sides kind of have a, a role in that. And it sounds like you think this is one thing that like did never needed to be a culture war because by bringing in certain elements that didn't relate, it sort of added fuel to this fire that wasn't even there. I literally cannot name one thing that like happens to us on a national scale that is not somehow twisted to become a political issue. Like name one thing and I can find a way to, and it will, you know, there there isn't anything that everyone's just like, happens you know all entertainment is political now yeah and i guess like the the people say that sports was the last like equalizer of non-political stuff but that's just not true no like and also to say that is a privilege in and of itself i one fact about this whole case like i didn't know that much about shailene woodley's like (laughs) politics Mm, or like homeopathic shit and there was a quote, um, there's a quote about her, like, I talked to my Uber driver and he says that in his culture, people eat clay and blah, blah, blah. So I started doing that. And like, we should all find out more about our Uber drivers. And it was just, like, oh, goodness. it was so like crazy. That's true, like, but not just so that her we own can... research, Millie. She did Don't her own. Yeah. the girl. Like, it's fine well, to have a conversation with your Uber driver if that's what they seem to want, but not to get medical advice. Well, also, yeah. He made that like, up. Yeah, he could have. I do made lots that up, of things that like, do nothing. She didn't. Did she fact check that? Like. Did she? No, I mean, Shailene Woodley's background is relevant here. She is like famously very into homeopathy and has said she doesn't really bathe. Like, I definitely like I ever. It's just a specific type, in, <laughs> infrequently. In, like, I just feel like I see her and I hear her thing and I smell her. Can you explain she, more about she doesn't bathe? Like, does she never bathe? Maybe I'm just or putting her in like a lumping her with in the with all the other celebrities that don't bathe. And Mila but she definitely and has no, said before, like, don't, don't, like. Like, is she bathing less frequently to conserve water? Or I she does not I, think bathing is needed? I, she thinks it's bad for you. She's like one of those people that thinks it's bad for you to, like, dry out your Wash skin your that ass. much. Okay. Why? Well, I, um, I need to read about this. Okay. <laughs> yes. And she does we vagina sun oil pulling. Yeah, I didn't fact check that. I wasn't intending oh, to, for us to get that deep into that. Oil pulling. I read about right. that. Right. It's just, it's just Wait, a lot of that, that stuff. I 
heard about teeth oil pulling, but never vagina. She said something like, if you're feeling like a little down, you should just like expose your vagina and like your ass right. sunlight. That's right. That's right. Well, I've heard about the asshole in the sunlight thing, which I'm like, sure. Does he work through the Is that what Aaron Rodgers meant when he was like, I've been immunized? I mean, yeah, <laughs> like I lie down with my girlfriend in the new high noon sun and we put our asses into the air. I thought immunized means, I, I, when I thought he said immunized, it's like he got hep, the hep C like thing like while he was in high school or college or something. Uh, and then that's technically he's immunized with something. But I didn't know that he meant homeopathic shit. Um, well, especially because he could have said no, or he could have said something like some of the other players do that leave it open to interpretation. But he like he said, I've been immunized, which made the people around him assume that he had been vaccinated against COVID-19. And he has cited last week he he blamed the woke mob. He appropriated the language of like abortion rights and MLK. And he said specifically oh um, that he was he was worried about fertility because he said that fatherhood was the next stage in his life and he didn't want to mess with that and referenced like he has a partner and he has to think about his entire family and future family. Well, well, this is the thing that fucking bothers me is, well, all of it bothers me, especially the booty hole in the sun. <laughs> uh, but the second thing that bothers me is that he, well, he was saying that he's following Joe Rogan's like right. advice, right? Because they're friends or whatever. In, in, wait, Iver, uh, the horse paste, I don't know how to pronounce it. Ivermectin. Ivermectin. I don't know. causes infertility and blindness. <laughs> like, it causes. You're a quarterback, bro. You catch the ball. Like, mm. it causes blindness and you're taking that shit. Like, what is wrong with you people? It's just and because it, it's, the whole COVID thing has been like, it was just politicized from the beginning. I mean, people are constantly pointing out like, you know, Matthew McConaughey is saying vaccine mandates for kids are ridiculous. And even though well, they're not vaccinated. Yeah. And there's no, well, he says he won't vaccinate his kids, but there's, there's vaccine mandates for every other type of previously existing virus to go to elementary school. Hey, American Fever Dream listeners, I'm here to tell you that there is no reason to panic the next time you are searching for the perfect gift. Now you can use Gift Mode on Etsy. Gift Mode on Etsy is here to take the stress out of gifting so you can find the perfect item for anyone on any occasion. Now it's easier to find gifts made by independent sellers for all of the people in your life, like the pickleballers, I know plenty of those, the jazz fan, the artist, the pasta lover, whatever niche interest they have, you can find an incredible gift on Etsy. From 90s nostalgia and mixology to reality TV and gaming, there is something for everyone. There is so much pressure around gifting. I usually have a hard time thinking of gift ideas specifically for my dad, but my dad loves flying. He loves airplanes. He loves aviation, and he never gets sick of a cute little gift that has a reference to that. And the inventory for that on Etsy is incredible. I hope my dad lives for 200 years because I can get him a birthday present related to aviation or planes from Etsy for every single one of them, if not hundreds and hundreds of years more. There really is that much. A gifting moment is always around the corner, but whether it's a birthday, an anniversary, a holiday, or even just a day to say thank you, Gift Mode on Etsy has you covered. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try Gift Mode on Etsy now. This is what I've been thinking about is when is the COVID vaccine going to be like, it's been a year. <laughs> Everybody's okay. Like, when are these people going to give this up? Or is this just forever linked to COVID denial, period? I think we're forever linked, um, partly because of their news sources. 
Like we, you know, you're not, they're just going to keep feeding the beast. And I don't, whatever. Yeah. Also, it's, if you notice, they always find like the next frontier to keep the pandemic going. Like first it was masks, then it was vaccines, yeah. then it's mandates. Like it's, you know. So true. I think that um, we haven't really seen, I mean, I think the reality of this is that we haven't really seen a pandemic like this in our lifetimes that we didn't understand that like affected everybody because AIDS was a big pandemic, but it did, you know, they didn't care about who got AIDS, but AIDS and HIV. So like, I think that, you know, I was listening to Brene Brown's podcast with guest um, Esther Perel, who I really love. She's a great psychologist and relationship uh, expert yeah. and amazing. But, you know, which is true. It's just like so much of the medical field lives in the unknown and like uncertainty and you're trying out drugs and you hope for the best and there's clinical trial. You know, that yeah. is the reality of medicine, you know, but I think that a lot of people a lot of the big pandemics were solved before our lifetimes. So yeah, like polio wasn't a thing because there was a vaccine before we were born and everyone was vaccinated. But like there was a period of time where people were going through this with polio and there were anti-vaxxers as well back, back in those days. So it's just like we're seeing this and experiencing this and like we're it was unsettling for a lot of people to see like feel like oh it's unknown or i'm not gonna put that into my body or this or that even though like mm -hmm. people eat hot cheetos and what the fuck is in hot cheetos but um yeah i think that that was that's just like a major factor in like this whole totally um anti-vaxxer thing it's just like they have not been able they haven't lived through something like this and like the uncertainty they they feel those gaps of uncertainty instead of being able to accept that like life is uncertain and you do your best and you're trying and then science, you know, everything, whatever. Mm -hmm. It's just like, oh, this is, a, you know, this is a like conspiracy theory and like right. the government and cell phones and all this shit. Yeah. I mean, I think that's, you made the point, Sammy, that every, the, the politicism of it evolves with every like medical advancement. I mean, when this, or as, as old as the vaccine gets, like when, when it came out, like you said, Millie, everyone was like the 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 anti-vax argument was that oh it's experimental, it's too new. I don't know what's going to happen to me. It doesn't like have said, FDA it's approval. Now a lot of the world, yeah, a lot of the world is now <laughs> vaccinated. Uh, there have been no like crazy, insane things that have happened to people. So now the argument is like is is freedom, and like Millie said, people don't have the context. It's like no, the only way you make these things go away, the reason we don't have polio, is because sometimes you don't like. I think I, I read a quote that was like, liberty means. Like liberty is a responsibility. Being free, being free doesn't mean you have no responsibilities to anybody whatsoever. Like you're a member of a society. Yeah. And there's like a social contract. Right. Well, exactly. And they opted know. out of that social contract. So like you always say, Millie, they can't be part of the fun and they need to stop whining about it. Honestly, yeah. though, like the concept of the social contract like is <laughs> kind of like in all in the grand scheme of things, like sort of recent, like they just that's kind of like an enlightenment thought. And I almost feel like we're in an era that's sort of like undoing that respect for like reason and rationality that was becoming, that shaped the people who conceptualized the idea of a social contract, which ultimately led to like revolutions in Europe and, and here. So it's like- Yeah, Sammy took us to grad school real fast. I don't know how I even, <laughs> yeah. where I reached in I love for that. that. But <laughs> that- 
that's kind of like what they're saying. Like we reject the concept of a social contract with you, with people like you. Yeah, I think that's what's taken so long for people like us to understand is like they're they're genuinely saying we 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 retain our right to do things that hurt greater society. That is our right. It took me a long time to realize that is actually the 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 hill they're going to probably die on. It also you know? like go, you know, we were having Amanda this conversation with Caitlin like a week ago with how like same goes for policy. Like there is an asymmetry in what and the asymmetry is essentially that they don't give a shit about the social contract. And that mm -hmm. is really, yeah, why we're here, which concerns me because I feel like the natural the natural progression of that is like a very bad civil war um, or yeah, something. Yeah, isolation and everybody out for themselves. Or we have to escape that with by joining the metaverse. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent solution. So to end this conversation, while I was looking into this, obviously, like I said, I, I didn't know the details of the NFL policy. But so, like I said, they don't mandate COVID vaccines. Instead, they came up with guidelines with the Players Association that require teams and players to take huge financial hits if games are canceled due to what's considered an outbreak. And then each franchise has different rules about spectators. They're all different. It's such a patchwork. Some of them are super arbitrary. Uh, my favorite is the one that the New Orleans Saints have. You can only go to a game if you get a single dose, but it's fine if you got it like that day. You can go to go get your dose yeah. in the morning and you can. So, I mean, that's great. I guess to Fuck me, it stands. Yeah, to me, it anything. stands to reason that then we want the teams, the franchises with the with the best or most like most strict vaccine rules to get the farthest along in the season so that at the end, everybody has to be vaccinated. Yeah. So I'm going to root for the teams this year's and during this year's football season that have the strictest vaccine rules. Yeah. New Orleans actually checks vaccines when when we were there. Yeah. Like not all, you know, they say everywhere, but like half the places are checking vaccination status. I do just want to go back to earlier in this conversation and let you know that it it appears that Shailene Woodley only shampoos her hair once a month. And okay. as someone who lets yeah. her hair go for longer than she should myself, that is so fucking yeah. long. I mean, that's you've got a fragrance to you when you do that, for sure. To me, like a week is like the longest I can go. No, I doubt that. I mean, we, only because her hair is like my hair. It's thin and stringy and it gets oily so fast yeah. and gross. Shailene. Wash yeah, hair. curly hair and like curly hair does it. Yeah, Shailene Woodley know? cannot be going a month without washing her hair. But yeah, that's. She also, did you see she stood up for him on Instagram this week? She like posted a yeah. couple of dumb things to Instagram stories. And I would never really try to blame her for this, but she like basically, you know, collected a couple photos that the press had said was Aaron Rodgers. And uh, she was like, this isn't him because he has bigger feet. I would know. This isn't him because he would never drive that type of car. And to me, it just didn't track with somebody who's such a like earth goddess to be like, I love big dicks and fast cars. Yeah. Well, it, it, it is, it's giving Chloe. It's giving Chloe Kardashian when that yeah. like that Photoshop picture yes. where everyone was like, or like they took that picture right. down and everyone's like, um, what the fuck is wrong with you? The picture's fine. Your family's crazy. And it's like, no, she is really skinny. Right. Yeah. And it's like, that's not the issue that people have. Like, okay, Shailene. <laughs> right. We're not upset about the car. Right. Yeah. Ugh, Shailene. Hey there, overwhelmed foodies. Are you drowning in a sea of meal kit options, feeling like you're in a bad dating game where every contestant looks the same with the same fish picture? 
Fear not, because amidst the chaos, there's one shining star worth your culinary affection. Home Chef is not just another fish in the meal kit sea. They're the gourmet catch that you've been dreaming of. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes, conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify your cooking experience. Whether you prefer classic meal kits with pre-portioned ingredients and easy instructions, speedy recipes ready in less than 30 minutes, oven-ready kits with pre-chopped ingredients, or quick microwave meals that assemble in minutes, Home Chef has you and the entire family covered for delicious meals without the hassle. Home Chef has over 30 options a week, and they serve a variety of dietary needs, so you don't have to worry about what to make ahead of time. Not only is it convenient, but it is economical too. Home Chef customers save an average of $86 per month on groceries. So for a limited time, Home Chef is offering our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash fever dream. That's homechef.com slash fever dream for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash fever dream. You must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. So for our next topics, there have been, I think we talked about this earlier in the week, but there have been quite a few significant moments again in the Rittenhouse trial, especially yesterday, that have broken through. So the 18-year-old testified himself yesterday for four hours. This was surprising to some because people that are defending themselves, or it's usually not a good idea to put them on the stand. Um, as our listeners probably saw, he sobbed and sobbed and sobbed as he described the tears. moments. Yeah. It was an interest. It was... It was definitely like it was a display. Stop, sob. It was, it was a sob you might see on Bravo. <laughs> it was a, it was a pretty. Erica Jane did better than Kyle Rittenhouse. I'll say that it was a full body yeah. performance for sure. As yeah, so he was describing the moments before he shot three people. The gist of what he said, and I'm going to say what he said, and this doesn't take into consideration all the evidence in the trial. So the what he said is that he claims the victims were lunging towards him, threatening his life. Because he thinks that they thought he was an active shooter. He ended up fulfilling that prophecy and, and became one. So I don't know how, how that's relevant. He said that he'd had previous interactions with one of the victims, Joseph Rosenbaum, earlier in the night. And he said he just didn't feel safe that Joseph Rosenbaum threatened him. And just remembered, like, the vibe that night. I just think there's, like, a big difference between, like, feeling threatened and, and being threatened. which And that's something that gets a, a lot of people killed. And I feel like that's what we're looking at here. So the prosecution is focused on why Rittenhouse even had a gun. He was a minor and and why he even went there. Like, why did you go to this really hostile situation and even put yourself in this position to kill people? They also pointed to his credibility because there's video evidence that he was walking around the protest, like lying to people and saying he was an EMT. And under cross-examination, Rittenhouse acknowledged that it was illegal for him to have the AR-15 rifle that he has and asked why he had a friend buy it for him. He said, this is a quote, I thought it looked cool. Which just to me explains exactly why he drove to Kenosha and ended up up killing two people. He thought it was it looked cool. Yeah, of course. I mean, the the what I think the prosecution did success. Oh, not no, sorry. What the prosecution didn't succeed at doing was that his his like own testimony. I feel like moved the uh, it moved to the window of the issue away from the fact that he drove aggressively across mm-hmm. state lines to with a gun to to be part of this and it focuses on the particular moment where the shooting happened which like ultimately uh works in his favor right so that is the yeah. most kind of upsetting thing to watch because even as I'm watching it I'm like but he 
But like he well, this is really interesting he went because out of his this way to come what, here. How yeah. can you say that it was yeah. like yeah. self? Well, one of the reasons the judges, one of the reasons the judges blew up at the prosecution yesterday, I believe, was because the prosecution tried to reference something that he did or said before the shooting that could speak to what was on his mind or what he thought he might do. And the judge like lost his mind and was like, "You can't, yeah. Yeah, you can't do this. You reasons. can't do this. You can't do this." Uh, the other reason was that he had references. He had reference written house's silence after the shootings and. You have a Fifth Amendment right to be silent and it not impact this. So he yelled at him about that. These really intense encounters happened away from the jury. The jury was was out. But now the defense has asked for a mistrial and the judge said he'll consider it. And in this case, if, if there's a mistrial, Rittenhouse can't be tried again. Mm. I think that's where it's going to go. If he's found not guilty, he can't be tried no. again. And the judge is not going to find him guilty. Well, it's a jury, but... I mean, the judge can decide the sentencing, I think. And yeah, I think the judge, I've been trying to read a lot about this judge and get a sense for him. Also, the judge, um, Sammy, I thought you were wrong when you said it was the judge's ringtone. I thought it was was the defense. But no, you're right. The judge's ringtone is God bless America, which like doesn't seem like a big deal. It could just be patriotism. But worth noting that this song and the version that is the ringtone is strongly associated with Trump. It's strongly associated with conservatives. And this went off while he was railing against the prosecution trying to get a young white boy convicted for bringing a rifle across state lines and shooting two people dead. I was debating if I should include that in the morning announcements, but I again think like you I think get it needs the context that. we can give here. You get into that culture war territory of like, oh, it's just a patriotic song. What? You don't like our country? Like, and then it's, it just distracts. No, but it is. No, I, 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 I know, know that yeah, you're no, right about no. that. Yeah, it's like you can't even bring that up because it is distracting, but it, but it's not, you know, it's just like, oh, God, like I can. And I mean, black Twitter, which is so interesting, the conversations are already like what kind of politician Kyle Rittenhouse is going to be in the oh, future, no. because it's not even like that. He's if he's going to. It's just so clear that this judge is. You know, there's just so much wrong with our criminal justice system, you know, because it's like this called this judge is clearly so biased. Right. I can't imagine what it would be like um, if it was a black guy who killed two white people at an anti-Black Lives Matter protest. He wouldn't be alive to defend himself. He would he wouldn't be alive. And if he would, he's getting the electric chair. Um. But so we can't even like we can't even do that. You know what I mean? We can't even do that. That's like the same thing of like when people would would talk about Trump and be like, can you imagine if Obama did? It's just like we can't even um, like it can't even go there because of the tan suit. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm trying to say? So it's like and it's not helpful, but it's at the same time. It's like this guy, this kid, there's video footage of him doing it. And it's just like, it's not even about whether he gets his consequences or not. It's like the implications for the rest of his future. He has a very long life and he will be lauded as a hero for the rest of his life. And it's so fucking sad because he took two people's lives. You know what I mean? Who were just trying to like, he, it has like, he was trying to protect capital, like businesses and stuff that don't have lives and like, Again, it's just so sad. It just makes me so sad that like this kid is like was 17, 18 and like thinks that he's justified in taking a human life. And if he 
if this is anything like George Zimmerman, he's going to go on to be a terror for the rest of his life. And George Zimmerman at least was older. But I'm sure George Zimmerman has had a sad life too where he can't go certain places and stuff. But he's beaten his ex-wives and all this shit and auctioned off the gun that killed Trayvon Martin. Like just really depressing shit. So I'm just seeing this so clearly for this young kid. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I mean, know, just as that. you guys have been talking, I feel like the the reason that things always feel like a, a culture war is like because for us and people like we pay attention to this all the time. Like, you're right. The God bless USA thing. It's not really that significant on its own. But when you're watching things all the time and we have these two other things that happened. And if you're watching how the NFL has treated players of color and you've watched how they've responded to how they've just botched responses to tons of things. You're more eager to be like, and here's another example. But for audiences or or people that aren't as tuned in, they experience these equivalencies as out of nowhere. Yes. And I think that's where we're sort of like losing each other a bit. And I think that that makes sense. And I do think that, you know, people like us can be a little bit more aware of that and mindful of that. And I think that's what's prompting the reaction is people are just like, what? Like, how could you? That's not fair to what you're doing isn't fair. And it's like, we have all this context for why we think it's fair, but it's pretty, it's pretty niche. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Uh, what will we, uh, Sammy, will you be listening to Taylor Swift's Red this weekend? Of course. And I can't wait. Jared is going to be on uh, Fallon tonight with, um, with Taylor Swift. Crazy. If you don't know, if you don't listen, I think most of listeners listen to a couple of bitches podcasts, but Jared Fried, who hosts, he hosts two right now. He hosts he the does so much better. He's the Bachelor, and but he up. comes on DST a lot. Up. So he should come. Actually, actually Sorry, I don't think he would like to up. come on the set. <laughs> I would. I actually think it would be like an interesting <laughs> for the right topic. It could be fun. Maybe like a holiday um, episode, like a pre holiday pre record. Mm-hmm. Millie, if anyone's in New York this weekend and wants to see you make jokes, can they see that? No, I've been a little under the weather, so I had to cancel my show last night, and and I'm probably going to cancel tonight. But I have a show on Friday. Hopefully, I feel better. At Friends and Lovers in Tonight, tomorrow night, tomorrow on Friday night, yeah. So we'll see. I mean, that's like a that's going to be fun, and it has a great lineup, and yeah. But it it certainly is getting back to pre pandemic times of three shows a week. Yeah, that's oh my good. god, yeah. booked and busy. Yeah, booked and busy. So it, it it'll be exciting. But are yeah, you a Swifty? I mean, that's I'm not a Swifty, but I'm not. I'm not not. not you know what? I, I'm not a Swifty, but you're not a hater. I, sh- uh I, <laughs> no i do <laughs> she has a lot of great songs and i like doing them in karaoke um blank space in karaoke never getting back together she has a lot of she has a lot of bobs um but yeah i'm not a i'm not a swifty but you know swifty adjacent yeah you love appreciate Hane, yeah yeah love charlie <laughs> you're an ally to the swifties yeah. i'm swifty. an ally for sure i am an ally non-problematic <laughs> ally yes also, uh, happy Veterans Day, everybody. Oh, my gosh. Yes, yes of course. Happy Veterans, Veterans Day. Day. Do you know my sister's a veteran? I did. I'm actually a member of the American Legion. <laughs> happy Veterans Day to your sister. Yeah. <laughs> That's so I, cool. Yeah, I did it. Well, because if you're a sister of a veteran, they have like they had low enrollment for women in the American Legion. So the way that they they're a little like archaic way of adding more women into their thing is like inviting sisters so if you're a sister you're automatically enrolled which i don't know why i get yeah i know (laughs) i've hung out with a lot of veterans millie part of the military industrial complex there we go honey there we go (laughs) that is our show until the end of democracy i'm amanda duberman 
I'm Sammy Sage. I'm Millie Tavares. And this is the Betches Up Podcast. Bye-bye. The Betches Sup Podcast is produced by Amanda Duberman, Jorge Morales Pico, and Sean Kilby. Editing by Jorge Morales Pico. Social media by Amanda Duberman. Be sure to follow at Betches underscore Sup on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. And send us your emails to suppod at Betches.com. Betches.